take you. You need to leave? No, bitch. Oh, okay. Oh. This is in Michigan, Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, yeah. Michigan, right? Disgusting ride here. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show on Podbean. I am your host, Scav D. This show is brought to you by 70 millimeter film projectors. Because when your movie needs to be screened using archaic, antiquated, laborious technology that nobody even knows how to fucking use anymore. Consider the 70 millimeter film projector. Try one today. Coming up in the hour. Oh shit, we didn't figure that out. We got music from at least Tenacious D. And hey, Rhino and B Queen are here too. Again, what up, y'all? Hey. What up, though? You guys good? Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Uh, we had a big weekend, Rhino. Queen, we can tell you all about it. Uh, yeah, we had that big Oppenheimer movie weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you uh, didn't hear our last episode, I mentioned that my lady and I, we were finally headed to Grand Rapids, Michigan to see Oppenheimer on one of the biggest screens in the country and visit Rano and his wife. You know, not that it's not enough of a draw already just going to see Rano. <laughs> you know, we got the mm-hmm. we got the big movie weekend in the uh, the awesome town, too. Uh, Ron, Grand Rapids, really, it gives off a uh, Seattle-Washington vibe. When was the last time you were in Grand Rapids, Queen? Years. Yo, it's really fucking cool there, man. It's really fucking cool. That town's awesome. Again, it's Seattle-ish, man. Very Seattle-ish. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. I've never been to Seattle, but... Good towns there, I'm man. I'm not totally sold on GR yet, but, you know, Grand, I'll get over there. It's I'll great. come see Ron. It's great. Ron, you seem to love it out there now. Yeah, I don't... I don't really want to come to Detroit anymore. <laughs> I mean, I love Detroit or whatever, but dude, I mean, I got everything right here in my backyard. I really do. In Michigan, and, Detroit, um, right? There's just a lot here. The vibe is real cool and shit too. And uh, as I grow into my older age, it just kind of has the feel that I like. It's not crazy. I, I never really end up in traffic and shit like that. It keeps it small, but it still keeps it good, you know? Right. Yeah, GR's great. It's fucking awesome. It's got all of my horrible food spots that I absolutely love. <laughs> fucking Hopcat, chili cheese crack fries going on there. Topper's pizza and cheese sticks. Even though Topper's Gross. might be... Yeah, it might be on a sort of seedy part of town. At least at the hour <laughs> we were there. 
No, it's actually not seedy, dude. It's just, dude, at night, they wild the fuck out, dude. It's full of young people who just, they don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, 3 a.m. wasn't a great time uh, <laughs> to be out in Southeast Grand Rapids. Yeah, shit gets live as fuck out there, queen. I will tell you, <laughs> the, uh, the dive bar. So that's where the party's at in GR? My lord. It's all over, but it was definitely there that night. Yeah, this dive bar that we went into uh, was crazy as fuck. Rado, I'm glad your wife stayed back for that one. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Before we went to get pizza, we stopped in a bar up the street called Mulligan's Pub. Typical dive bar, pool tables and shit, nothing crazy. I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. I noticed a lot of heavy metal and punk rock being played. I have no problem with that. I love both of those genres of music, so I'm having a good time, cooling out. Normal place, but still lively, though, right? So Mm -hmm. the last minute we were there, and I say the last minute because what we all saw in that last minute was enough for me to say, let's get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Okay. Motherfucker, fuck you, dude. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. I was the first person to say that shit. Okay. Hey, either way, dude. Uh, I'm the old man in the crowd. I have no problem fucking saying that either. I don't hang out with young people. I don't go to young people spots. Like, fuck that shit. Young people are fucking crazy. Dude. All right. So it starts with a guy next to us completely falling backwards over a table and shit. Okay. Yeah. Fell right on his fucking back. (laughs) His legs are both up in the air like a newborn baby. Fucking broke everything. Knocked over multiple tables, I feel like. Drinks and shit are flying everywhere, you know? So... As this motherfucker's getting up, I notice a guy on his way out just chuck a beer bottle at the ceiling. Oh, God. (laughs) Towards the front. (laughs) And glass and beer just goes everywhere. And I'm not sure if he threw that shit at the security guy who was sitting up there or what, but shit goes flying up front. So naturally, I go, holy shit, that motherfucker just threw a beer up front. And I pointed. And that's when I think the weirdo noticed me. Oh, and no. <laughs> came over to us. Queen, this fucking guy. Oh, uh, no. My man was clearly cratomed up and wasted at the same time, which what doesn't does bode well for anybody, right? It, especially us at that time. So my man was on some, like, weird existential crisis type shit. Oh, God. Queen, you would have been so proud of me. You would have been so proud of Ron and I, I feel like. Aww. This guy comes over and just starts yelling. And I mean <laughs> yelling like... I'm trying so hard! Ah! Or something to that effect. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's got his little fists up raging. Okay. And Is he like pointing that rage at you? No, he's just raging to us, right? And okay, okay, okay. Normally, okay. if someone, I feel like Ron probably is the same as me. If someone starts that shit, I'm normally going to stand up and push them, you know? But I didn't do that. I, I did not do that. I looked in this kid's eyes and I could see this kid was in pain Aww. and he needed my help. So I gave him uh, my, uh, my ocular pat down, right? He didn't look like he had any weapons hidden on him or anything. And, uh, you know, yeah, as Ron was saying, you know, let's get the fuck out of here. So I start talking to him and I calmly get everybody up from the table and around me and this guy while I'm talking this guy down off his fucking emotional ledge that he's just ready wow. to plummet off of. Good yeah. for you, Scav. I don't remember exactly what I said, 
I know wow. I had a nice buzz, but I basically just gave him a bunch of existential bullshit right back. Like, hey, brother, man, we're all just trying as hard as we can on this, this big spinning blue earth, man. You know, all we can do is keep trying, chicky baby. Peace, man. Oh, my God. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't take me very long. He's like, yeah, there's the weirdo. He's yeah. right there. <laughs> totally de-escalated this situation with this crazy Good. guy. And uh, yeah, fucking everybody, uh, everybody got home safe. Good job. <laughs> Except for maybe that fat fuck who, who bellied over the fucking table. He might have had some oh, trouble. Yeah, what happened yeah, with that guy? I don't know, man. I, I did, you know, it's hard to notice that. Like, again. Ron, Ron, I can imagine your point of view when Scav was fucking talking and doing all that shit. Yeah, dude. This all happened, again, within the last 60 seconds of us being there, too. That's like very, a lot happened in 60 seconds. Shit got so sloppy so fast. <laughs> I've never seen a, a shift quite like that in a bar. I, I, I actually loved every second of it, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah. I honestly feel like I'm imagining that in Mr. B's. <laughs> Clark. Oh, shit like that has happened plenty of times. That's the only place I can imagine something like that escalating. No, no, you're right. You're you're exactly right. Because it kind of had that feel of like a bunch Aww. of people that were over fucking served, dude. And that's yeah. how it used to be. I don't know how it is now because I haven't lived in Clarkston for <laughs> 17 years, really. Right. You know, and so like back in the day, like, yeah, we used to get fucked up at Mr. B's and mm -hmm. and it was wild and shit. Like shit would go down in the parking lots. Yeah, man, it was wild back in the day. And now yeah. they close at like 10 o'clock on a weeknight. Yeah. You know? People getting in fights. Yeah, constant fights. People getting run over. Like, dude, like, weren't they open to like 2 o'clock every fucking night? Yeah. It seemed like. Dude, every night, dude. Like, it seemed like we were there all the fucking time, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm still kind of a regular there whenever I ride. Yeah, man. Yeah, whenever I go into Clarkson. Oh, I'd stop in there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, and like I feel like like that place used to be the spot though. Like everybody used to roll up in there. Anytime sure. you went up in there, you saw somebody that you knew. Right. And like the last few times that I've been there, even though I'm like rolling through town or or whatever, dude, I don't know anybody there. Like it's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, everybody's gone, man. They're all spread about. They might be, or like, dude, they don't stay open very late anymore. And like there used to be bands and shit like yeah. every Friday night. Like it was yep. packed. Like, dude, you could not get a fucking seat in it there. It would packed. be wall to wall people. Yep. Yeah, dude. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think it's like that anymore. Right? No, definitely not. No, it's not like that no. in any bar in Clarkston anymore. So, yeah, there's just more game in town now. Exactly. Like, there's a lot more bars. Yep. There's the Hilltop. Uh, what's that fucking place? The Fed. Yeah, and, we, we lived in Clarkston still when it was kind of country, you guys. Yeah. Word. I mean, I yeah. grew up out there. I grew up out that way. Clarkson was absolutely country. Yeah. Same. When I got out there, motherfuckers was rocking flannel shirts and shit. Like, yeehaw. <laughs> Scared <laughs> the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeehaw. yeah, goddamn. We never had to tune anybody up. Never had anybody yelling in your face, though. So, uh, hey, all I can say is I'm glad I didn't have to fucking hit anybody that night. <laughs> and, uh, Fuck that. Ron, I'm honestly hoping that guy was just trolling us. Like a, like a YouTube prank or something. Like I looked around for his buddy or somebody filming. I didn't notice anybody with a camera, but it would be kind of funny to just go up to randoms like that and just yell odd existential shit in their faces, you know? Like, I don't Maybe. know. Like, uh, <laughs> dollar Force Maybe Rally dollar twenty five now! I don't know, man. I, I don't know, dude. Like, maybe he was just that blew the fuck out, dude. <laughs> like, all I know is, like, it was not a vibe that I was feeling. 
after a while and i was like man i'm too old for this shit after a I while got, yeah yeah dude it like, was 60 seconds <laughs> i got a solid retirement plan and shit <laughs> i got a nice lawn like man fuck this shit let right. me get the fuck out of here stop fucking with these kids we who are living in fucking apartments. There, Ron. <laughs> yeah dude like well, you know, I mean, I'm here to entertain. Yes, thank you, Rado. Thank you for that, Ron. We had a great weekend. That's just the start of it, man. That was the start of it. That was that was later on the night. Oh, man. We had uh, earlier in the afternoon, uh, we uh, went to go see uh, this Oppenheimer, the fucking big movie day, 70 millimeter IMAX screen, fucking giant. What is it? Seven story tall screen or some shit. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that screen was fucking huge. And if you would have booked those seats any closer, it would have been awful. Yeah, I hear the close seats are not good. But yeah, yeah th this theater is only one of two uh, in the whole state that's going to screen that size. So, yeah, we were lucky. Right. And there's only 31 in the world. 31 in the fucking world. Wow. Yeah. And one is in G motherfucking R, dude. And you went to go see it on this giant screen. That's cool. Well, hold on. We're finally in the theater after all the hype about this movie for years, three years or whatever. <laughs> Scav's fully hard at this point. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Months in advance, traveling two hours to watch it on the biggest screen, only for it to quickly come crashing to a terrifying halt. The movie, it does not start on time. All right, which is kind of my first indicator. It's like 20 minutes after start and nothing's happening. There's still fucking Muzak porno music playing in the theater. None of us had any clue that they had already canceled the first showing of this movie that oh, day no. either. So, yeah, we're sitting there. Lights finally go down. The uh, Universal Globe movie banner plays with no sound and then darkness for a good minute. Uh, <laughs> again, nobody knows what the fuck is going on, but nobody says a word. It was quiet as fuck. I knew this audience wasn't going to be a problem either in terms of uh, behavior because uh, these are probably the biggest movie nerds in the state that are surrounding us right now. Okay, so I don't know who's going to fucking act the fool and act like a dick. So the lights come back on. <laughs> I think that's what I said to you, Ron. I go, Ron, it's 70 millimeters. No joke. Right. And uh, at that point, I know there's only two things I can do. I can watch the screen and hope that the movie comes back on or I can watch the uh, entrance to the theater and pray that the manager doesn't come in and cancel the whole fucking thing. So already knowing my luck, I choose the ladder. <laughs> my eyes are glued towards the front entrance and sure as shit, the motherfucker comes in with a walkie talkie. <laughs> and in that moment, my heart just sank into the pit of Aww. my stomach. And I, the feeling of dread kicks in. They're going to fucking take my movie from me. They're going to fucking take my movie from me. So he comes in and he says, there's a problem with the projector but they think they can fix it. Oh. So I'd say another 10 minutes go by. And then the movie finally starts. It's a few frames late. Theater lights are still on. <laughs> it was kind of a mess. Lights go off again. And then we're finally into it. Wow. We're finally watching Oppenheimer the way the director wants us to watch it too. We're 20 minutes into the movie. Picture goes out completely. There's nothing but sound. And then again, everything shuts down. And the fucking lights come back on again. And at that point, I know it's really over. I like, this is it. This show's fucking over. They can't do it. The audience is still chill as fuck. You know, again, the, they're movie nerds. 
I feel like other audiences aren't going to be as understanding <laughs> to what's happening, but we're all pretty fucking chill. Uh, we're waiting for word because now we know we're going to get one. This time it's the projectionist who comes down. And uh, wow. to me, he looked worried. All right. Oh, I, no. I see him and I'm not hopeful at all. He probably feels terrible. I'm thinking he can't do it. I'm like, this motherfucker can't do it. But it's not bad news he brought. He says they know what's fucked up and they want to fix it now early before the, you know, the real meat of the movie starts. So another right. 10 minutes go by. The guy comes back in and I'm like, we're fucked. But no, <laughs> he says we're about to restart any second. And right as he said that, the movie plays and it doesn't fuck up for the rest of its entirety. Did the crowd go wild? You hear him, right? <laughs> Fucking yeah, they, they got it done. Did anyone cheer? <laughs> no, no, there was no cheering. What? No, this oh my wasn't. God. No, this wasn't like Star Wars. This movie is nothing like Star Wars. There's actually really nothing to cheer about in this movie. But uh, oh. hey, Rado, you're not movie nerd like me. I certainly kept you in the dark about the three-hour running time on this bitch until seconds before right. entering the theater. <laughs> so yeah, like at first, like I expected this bitch to start at like two forty-five. Which it didn't. Nope. And then when it started and it kept fucking up and it's after <laughs> three already. And I'm like, man, we ain't getting out of this bitch until after six. Yep. I was mad as hell because <laughs> I didn't want to see a goddamn three hour movie in the fucking first place. Well, yeah. You know, unless it's like a big sports or, you know, visually stunning or, or something, you know, like then you have to go see like a movie like a Star Wars something like that in the theater like that's that's really what those are for the marvel shit the dc shit you know like all that stuff correct so i kind of had a good idea of like the style of movie that it was going to be however this movie far exceeded my expectations Ooh. i thought it was great hey. i really did nice. you know i mean i've been i've been thinking about the movie all week i've been like actually looking up the because <laughs> i mean these are these are based on real people yep. yeah yeah and some absolutely. of these people I, I i didn't know existed yeah real wow. people so, like i've been looking these people up online i've been looking into their biographies and how they got started and what led them to the Manhattan Project and Oppenheimer and all these connections and then the U.S. government's involvement in all this and just kind of like the whole world involvement. And like, you know, I mean, I guess I should have been a little bit more aware of like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a ton of information on this and there's going to be a ton of stuff that the movie couldn't have gotten to. And then you kind of have to go off into this own little world because this changed the world forever this changes how we live every fucking day and they made a movie about it and wow. i thought it was incredible i thought it was beautiful i thought the acting was incredible dude that three hours was probably the fastest three hours of my life yeah wow good yeah. oh yay okay well i'm gonna go see oppenheimer it was great i think it needs to really be seen i, I think it needs to be one of those movies that they show in middle schools and wow. high schools Ooh. and i really do think wow. that they need to kind of follow you know our world war ii history up with a movie like this i think it could be like really educational you know throwing a saving private ryan in there too and like yeah they really need to emphasize like holy oh, shit yeah. like this was one of the most important events not in just American history, in the history of the fucking world. Right. Of humanity. Yeah, it, you're right. Humanity. <laughs> this changed everything forever. 
And yeah, I was just overwhelmed. Like wow. I was like, "Oh, Ron, I'm so glad you I... enjoyed yourself so much." Me too. Yeah, and it was just like, "How did I not realize like how did I not put all this together? And it was just like, I had to see it on screen. That's okay. Don't beat yourself over it. I mean, I don't really know much about the story. Like, I mean, I yeah. know it's about the atomic bomb, but that's like basically it. There's so much shit. They hit all of it. Right. They hit all of it. They talk about the spies and shit. Right. All right. of it. Yeah. And we know the devastation of it. Like, I mean, we, we've learned that in school, but to really kind of understand like what led to that. And then, you know, the decisions that were made and the people who were involved. And I love just, those kind of movies. Yeah. And just the resources and everything that went into that, just insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. It blew me away. Thanks, Cav. Hey. Like, really, thank you. You're welcome, Aww. homie. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Yeah, the performances really keep this motherfucker moving. And, uh, but hey, I'll say this. I'm not really sure that uh, this is Christopher Nolan's best outing. Uh, it certainly is uh, no Dunkirk in the IMAX department. Maybe a little wasted IMAX here, maybe, but all in all, yeah, like you're saying, very thought-provoking, emotional, fucking psychological, tense movie uh, with some really, really troubling themes, man. See, you know, I mean, I kind of disagree, you know? I mean, <laughs> I understand I understand everything that went into Dunkirk and, like, historically, like, yeah, Dunkirk is important, but I think the historical impact of the people in this movie, how it changed our world, how it changed our lives, how we live every day, those moments and everything that went into it, it's in our everyday lives. This is an ongoing conflict. No doubt. Yes. As far as weapons of mass destruction, nuclear weapons, dude, I mean, this is our everyday lives and to see it and not even realize it because it's, it's this nuanced thing that you don't even think about every day. Like, dude, I go to work every day. I go get something to eat. I, I go to the grocery store, blah, blah, blah. I do all these things. I go about my everyday life and never think about like, oh shit. Like North Korea is like trying to do this shit right now. We could die any second. Russia is trying to do this shit right now. The U.S. is trying to do this shit right now. <laughs> Russia has as many weapons as we do right now. Like, Dude, that shit's insane. Iran, Iran, whatever people, yeah, however yeah. you call it. Oh, yeah. This movie really makes you fucking kind of scared. See, I, I actually pay pretty close attention to nuclear like conversations, so I recognize how important and how impacted, because the Buddhism that I practice was actually um, rose out of the nuclear events in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. The scariest scene in the movie. They're going to bomb Japan, right? We all know what happens. No spoiler alerts here. This is all documented. <laughs> They're discussing possible targets. They have a list right. of 10 cities having uh, crossed off uh, Kyoto because of its cultural significance to Japan, but also right. because this general and his wife had a lovely honeymoon there three years ago. That's how fast and easy it is now right. to fucking either completely annihilate something or leave it be even 70 years ago. It's oh, yeah. way worse now. Right. You better hope you showed somebody a fucking good time or you're going to get your <laughs> bitch ass bombed the fuck out. Yo, seriously. My fucking God, that was scary. That was fucking scary. The Chinese ambassador better had a hell of a time at fucking bazookies in downtown Detroit. <laughs> 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 
Ugh. Yeah, we're good in Detroit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. See that food stamp Beyonce up there. Hey, Beyonce's in town tonight, actually. Fuck out of here. The streets were packed. No shit. Yeah. God damn. So they had fucking Snoop, and I hate to change the subject, but they had Snoop and, uh, and all that shit going on. Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift last week. Damn. That's right. Hey. Detroit ain't going nowhere. A crazy week. <laughs> A crazy yeah. week for the city. But yeah, dude, like, yeah, that was the thing. It was just like, man, like, this is real. This yeah. is like, this is something that you see on the news every night. North Korea testing another weapon and in, in, mm-hmm. in wherever. And I mean, there was nuclear weapons pointed at the United States in Cuba. Right, right. <laughs> Exactly. The bombs are stronger now, too, than what they did in this movie, man. They were alluding to, uh, you know, thermonuclear shit. They're way stronger now. So, yeah. Right. It's way worse. Right. So, yeah. Again, though, definitely the worst, most fucked up showing of a movie I've ever uh, been to in my life. But, you know, I think there's something to be appreciated about that. I definitely appreciate the job that these projectionists have to do. Again, that 70 millimeter right. is no joke. Not many guys can do it. Right. They said that. How long was it? 11 miles long, 600 pounds. 600 pounds. Yeah, wow. 600 pounds. And 11 miles of fucking film. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Do you think that, I mean, that was very intentional in my opinion. Because if we ever what? do have a nuclear bomb and anything survives, it's going to be something mechanical like that. <laughs> what? Wait, it's going to be what? The camera itself is like, is like mechanical, right? Right. It's an old camera. It's a 70 million. It's like an old camera. That it's shot on. Oh, no, 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 no. These things are new as fuck. They're state of the art. Is it just the lens or something? Giant film. But it's film. Yeah, it's giant yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, it's film. Yeah, so some yeah. theaters in Canada were actually flying guys out from L.A. to work projectors up there. So, wow. yeah, like I said, I don't know if the movie was worth all the IMAX problems. But, uh, yeah, all in all. I don't know. I think it was, maybe. But, you know, I mean, that sound system was loud as fuck. Jesus Christ. Yep. Fuck yeah. Was it luxurious? No, it's not like an Imagine. It was like your typical movie theater from back in the day. Well, that's a miss. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the seats, though. You know, I mean, uh, you spent all that money on the screens, man. You better call up Lazy Boy and have them specialize some shit for you, son. You got to pack those theaters, man. But again, these were the movie nerds. Ain't nobody trying to act a fool in that audience at all. So I respect that. But uh, hey, don't take our word for it. Go check out Oppenheimer uh, any way you want. 70 millimeters, not necessary for this one, I don't think. Don't fret if you don't get the 70 mil. I don't think it's worth it for this one. The movie Dunkirk was it. If you missed Dunkirk and IMAX, you fucked up bad, all right? Not so much with Oppenheimer, okay? I don't think the IMAX is going to get any better than Dunkirk, especially after hearing about all the reported uh, projector issues across the globe, not just our theater. So, uh, you know, who knows? IMAX could possibly be fucked after this. Uh, We'll see what happens, but hey. That wasn't the only big movie out this weekend, though, uh, kids. The uh, girls were putting on the pink wardrobe and going out to see Barbie. <laughs> right, Queen? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we saw a few girls uh, at the bar rocking some pink garb. Yeah, you could tell exactly what they just did. <laughs> what do you think, Queen? I loved it. Yeah? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I was stoked. I was like expecting people to be way more rowdy than they were. <laughs> yeah, you probably had some movie nerds too. Who knows, man? I don't know. It was mostly like a fun girls thing. It was a very, very good movie. And I, you know, I sort of like have been keeping an eye out on the fashion because that's like what I was really into about Barbie. There you go. And I, oh shit, what was I going to say? You're paying attention <laughs> to the fashion, you ion. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all right. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is the movie was really good. Oh, I was paying attention to headlines and I was coming across some headlines that were like articles about people saying that it was like male hating. And I was like, what? Right, dude. Like, what's that about? So I go and I was like, kind of surprised that people thought it was male hating. I was like, first of all, I think men actually sort of had like some like epiphanies within the Barbie movie about themselves, number one. But then also like, how insecure do you have to be? <laughs> what do you think this movie's turning dudes gay or something? Well, I mean, there's some gay men in it. I mean, there's an Alan doll. There's there's only ever one non-Ken doll released, and his name was Alan. <laughs> well, what I what I heard from it was like basically like it makes like men look like weak and and stupid and like it just made us look like morons. Well, the question I have here uh, mm. is: Do you, do you think the director Greta Gerwig might hate men? I don't really know her at all, but I'm going to say no. All right. Okay. Guys, that's what I've heard about. I don't think if she did, I don't think she would have put Ryan Gosling as the, as Ken. She's got to cast some man, you know, begrudgingly. He does really, he did really great. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I didn't think men looked dumb. I thought that men looked like they seeked attention. Gosling's my boy. Okay. So like, I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to go ahead and say that. But one of the things that, you know, we usually get and like, you remember like those sitcoms, like those ABC sitcoms of like family shows and shit. Uh-huh. Like the dads yeah. were like morons. Yeah, I've I don't been know, watching like, reruns of was, Family Matters and shit lately. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I mean, was it kind of like that? Like they're just like out of it and like they're just not connected to their family or whatever. I could see why a guy would maybe feel that way about the movie. But yeah, as a man, I don't appreciate it. There is no dad in the movie. (laughs) Well, no, 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 no. I'm kind of alluding to the fact that like in those sitcoms, like the dad, you know, even though he was like the breadwinner, he was just basically a moron who just earned a paycheck and like, you know, was just like, where's the beer at? There are shows (laughs) with hard ass dads, though. They're not sitcoms, though, like Breaking Bad, like Walter White's probably the hardest father ever fucking heisenberg yeah yeah but like a jim belushi <laughs> in that show that he was in with the yeah. like that he was just like a fucking moron they're usually bumbling idiots yeah you're right. yeah yeah they're just yeah not a bumbling guy writing and shit well no this wasn't like that <laughs> okay. this was this was very much a caricature movie about dolls mm-hmm. <laughs> that just so happened to have identities that were male or female and were like all attractive okay so like how geared towards kids is this movie not at all it's like i mean it's pg-13 i think it's it's not like nothing inappropriate at all oh okay so like i've heard that like it's target is kids however for that to be the target like it kind of goes above their head oh yeah definitely like i don't think i would have understood anything about it if i wasn't 13 (laughs) oh okay are there any dickless ken jokes yeah (laughs) <laughs> you're kidding uh, no it's really okay. funny that's what i'm saying it's a little bit more targeted to like i would say our age all right yeah okay so yeah what i was reading was kind of right it was just like okay this isn't really a kid's movie or no. it isn't the barbie the people who actually like i mean will ferrell's in it growing up like yeah like if, if you're alert. you know an eight-year-old girl playing with a barbie the, this really isn't your movie 
No, and the whole, the opening scene is like if if someone didn't catch on to that in the opening scene, then they probably weren't really paying that close enough attention to the storyline. They don't get it. Okay, I totally get where you're coming from. If anything, I would say it's like a young mom and teenage daughter movie. Okay. I think it's an anyone movie. Okay, so is the criticism okay? Like No. Should you take your eight-year-old daughter to go see this who has Barbie and Kendall? There were two girls there. One girl had like a, I don't know, one girl who was like three or something. Like there was, like people do what they want to do, you know? Well, yeah. (laughs) True, Um, true. She was probably like, I I doubt she caught on, but I don't know if I would take my three-year-old daughter to see it. Well, Scab, you were saying, you know, there were some young kids in Oppenheimer. You were just like, what the fuck would a kid that age with? Dude, those motherfuckers have no business being in that movie at all. I think they were older than he thought that they were. If I'm 11, I have no business being in that movie. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So especially, I mean, that's like a, that's a heavy Kids movie. Kids are crazy now. They're all over the fucking internet. They're on their tablets and shit. They're, you know, they, yeah, they know yeah. about fucking Slenderman and shit. No, kids are way fucking uh, more exposed to a lot more shit these days. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could belong yeah. there. Huh. You guys want to hear something random? Two random mm-hmm. things from our conversation so far tonight? Sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier we were talking about bees. I had the most random, and I, might, I honestly may have talked about this on the show with you, Scav, but like there was one night where I was just so hammered up there with my girls and there was like swing music on and I started swing dancing with some like total stranger on the dance floor at Mr. B's. And I'm not even kidding you. This guy, like if I was to put my arm out, like up in the sky, like laterally, like parallel to the ground and like describe myself rapping and like flipping around his arm out like that. That's the shit I was doing on the dance floor at Mr. B's. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Sweaty. Like fucking swing dancing and shit. And then the other thing is the first book I ever actually remember liking as a kid was a book called Fallout. And it's about a kid surviving a nuclear fallout. Oh, I was thinking about the PlayStation game or whatever. Right. No, I actually found it. I actually found a copy of it and I have a copy of it now. Um, No shit. That's that's kind of cool. It's super cool. And it's actually like I, I do feel like to your point, Ron, I do feel like that because I was like it was the perspective of the kid trying to survive the fallout. Mm -hmm. I always sort of knew nuclear weapons existed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, So, but I didn't know the history and how many impacts. So I've learned more of that as I've gotten older, but yeah, it's kind of the same idea like you, but I will say that I don't know if I would, I would, I guess I would have to really think long and hard about taking kids to both of these movies, honestly. So I'm just going to piggyback off of what you just said. I always had a fear of like getting drafted into a war. Oh yeah, that's where you guys are like the first generation to not get drafted. And you know the reason why is because I saw Hamburger Hill as like a fucking nine year old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never even heard of that movie. Oh yeah, dude, it's like it's like one of the worst battles in fucking Vietnam. Really? <laughs> they called wow. it Hamburger Hill because it was a fucking meat grinder of them trying to get up this fucking and take this hill in Vietnam, where like obviously like the you know the Viet Cong had the uh, the advantage. Yeah, that had the advantage. Yeah, and like yeah, they called it a fucking meat grinder, and yeah, it was wow. yeah. So Ew. I, I totally get what you're saying with that. 
<laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Dude, so should I go see Barbie? Like, Go see it. Take your wifey. Go see it. It's funny. You know, I'm not going to lie. I love the movies. And I'm glad that the movie theaters have, were like busy because it's fun, like going and seeing shows. Yeah. So like I would say go see it, especially if it's like luxury seats and a fair price <laughs> ticket. Um, but it's funny. Like I was surprised more people weren't laughing. I was laughing out loud. Like I didn't care. I mean, people were awesome. laughing, but it was like, yeah, but it was like cozy, you know? So Sweaty. So did like a bunch of people dress up? Oh, I dressed up. We saw people down or around town, like dressed up, like in the oh, whole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved it. It was awesome. I did. I wore, I just wore this like pink outfit. Oh, nice. Tank top and shorts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I had, they gave all of us Barbie heart glasses and i i love them <laughs> nice dude I, I saw the gamut of everything i you know pink leg warmers and, oh yeah and, yeah and, you know tights and you know all the shit you know yeah. girls are getting down this weekend yeah yeah having fun oh yeah people were turned out for beyonce tonight too i walked out of the <laughs> elevator or out of the one uh, lobby to go to the elevators to parking garage and there's this girl like basically like skins out all over with a fan and like pigtails and like metallic silver tube top i was like you girls going to beyonce they're like yeah i was like go have so much fun <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah that's great walking out in my work clothes like fucking tired not wanting to talk to anybody but summoned up the inner beyonce for the ladies <laughs> yeah my nieces did that for like the whole uh taylor swift in detroit maybe that was a month ago or something like that but yeah awesome. dude like is this is this a new thing now like People getting in theme, going to do whatever they're going to do. Well, I mean, it's not not been a thing. That's why people love like onesie bar crawls, like themed. Have you ever paid attention to like how many freaking taco fests there are in Metro no, Detroit? I've been cosplaying <laughs> for years, man. Every fucking uh, Comic-Con, I buckaroo yeah. bonsai my shit up and I go out, man. I tear shit up Yeah, but that there. doesn't mean everyone's wearing like a sombrero <laughs> and some like cowboy boots. Yeah. I love dressing up. To to taco fest. <laughs> Jesus, queen. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love dressing up. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I think no. it's great. I think Movie it's great. Nerds. You're like, themes are great. Within reason, of course. We've still been doing this shit. But hey. Word, word. I'll say, I'll go see this fucking movie too, despite the director possibly hating on the men. <laughs> I will take my lady to see it this week. Scab, I think you'll have a problem with the movie. Gosling's my boy. <laughs> I will not have a problem with it because Gosling is my boy. I love that guy, man. That's oh, you'll reason. love the movie then. Yeah. He's really, he, he's really good. The whole movie is really good. Kids, I wanted to bring this up. The last episode, Queen, you actually asked me about Most Deaf a couple days ago, actually. So uh, yeah, Talib Kweli and uh, Most Deaf, they put out a Black Star album. Talib Kweli and Most Def, they form Black Star, right? Uh, you know, hip hop right. group put out an album like fuck twenty years ago or something. It's a long, long, long time ago. So, right, they uh, put out a Black Star album last year. They pulled it from the site Luminary, and then they put it for sale on Bandcamp. A couple of episodes ago, I played a Mad Lib Talib Kweli song that was uh, from an album also on Luminary. If you don't know what Luminary oh. is, it's a uh, subscription based podcast platform yeah i think i heard about this yeah some artists like talib Kweli are they're using it to release exclusive albums and shit. It's, oh, shit it's kind of a shitty idea for music in particular you know to all of a sudden totally mm. limit your audience that's kind of supported you the whole way but okay it's talib shit right he can do whatever yeah. the fuck he wants with it so his fans were pissed <laughs> when they find out that his album wasn't on the podcast subscription app anymore 
and uh, removed from okay. people's play cues and shit. And it's on Bandcamp now, and they have to okay. pay more money for it now in order to be able to listen to it. So I'm not sure who's the bigger asshole here. Fucking Talib Kweli for making his fans pay for one album every month for a whole year straight, or his dumbass fans for paying for one Talib Kweli album every month for a whole year straight. I'm not sure who to fucking who to really hate on here, man. And yeah, I get that there's other content on the podcast app they're paying for, but like the moron fuck fans that are actually complaining about this, we're going to pretend that, you know, this Talib Kweli album is the only thing you can listen to on there, okay? These guys are a bunch of fucking babies, if you ask me. They're a bunch of fucking babies. And this is why I fucking... Hip-hop fans are the dumbest fans on the planet by far. They're a bunch of fucking suckers, man. And I love hip-hop. I love hip-hop. But yeah, I'll tell you, I'll be goddamned if you associate me with that group of idiots. In terms of music, I feel like if I had to pick, I consider myself much more of a junglist or somebody uh, who likes electronic music most. It definitely ain't hip-hop. Which, uh, hey, it might be surprising for a few people, but unfortunately, most people who listen to predominantly hip-hop are fucking stupid. Fucking dumb. Even dumber than folks who listen to country music. Even dumber than well, country fans. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I that, said it. Jeez. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. All but, right. Um, yeah, hey, I might be trying a little too hard to be a little too provocative. I might not actually believe that. To play devil's advocate <laughs> here, you know, I mean, I kind of get where people are coming from, you know. But, I mean, what's the difference between streaming shit on Netflix or whatever and then having to like buy a movie once it goes off of Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like just because you buy streaming rights, you only buy that for a certain amount of time wherever it's on that platform. Yeah. Once it goes off that platform, you got to buy that shit. That's what I'm saying. These motherfuckers don't get it, man. These hip hop bands are fucking dumb. Dumb. There's not the highest comprehension level there. Right. So like this is the issue that is going to arise in music. You know, I mean, it's already there in like TV and film. You don't own Seinfeld unless you go out and buy the DVDs. You know what I'm saying? Like you, <laughs> th that's how you own Seinfeld. But once they take it off of Netflix it's and gone. move it to another streaming service that you don't own, you got to pay for that shit. There you streaming go, is not a purchase. Streaming is not a mechanical license. You don't license. own any of that shit. There you go. Yeah, Unless exactly. you literally own the DVD. There you go. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Right. So maybe, maybe finally, finally musicians will have a leg to stand on when it comes to album sales and not getting fucked by Spotify or whatever streaming service or record agency or whoever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Licensing is a big deal. Movies have that privilege. Well, yeah, the artists get paid. That's fine. I want the artists to get paid. If they can figure that shit out. Cool. That's their fucking job. It's these fucking dumbass fans that are fucking complaining about it who don't understand what you just right. fucking said. Right. Hip hop fans are fucking stupid. You purchased a license to stream 10 million fucking songs like that's it but once they are removed from that platform you no longer have access to them hip-hop fans man yeah i'm going through that right now i'm having issues because i i miss Shit's creek but i can't get Shit's creek because i don't want to buy hulu because i already have netflix and i already have hbo max and i already have fucking peacock that i had to start paying for you need and it did all. so because i was missing the office and parks and rec <laughs> <laughs> that's right i'm the perfect victim of the scheme well, hip-hop fans are cheap as fuck. They broke as fuck. They ain't got no money, and they're dumb as fuck, too. 
And uh, right, yeah, right. they don't want to pay for shit. Yeah. And dude, I'm not sure if you guys have ever been in a hip hop thread in Reddit or checked out the comments section of any major hip hop artist on social media. But yeah, I can assure you my opinion of saying that hip hop fans are fucking stupid. It's not just coming out of thin air. Okay. Check it out for your fucking selves, man. A lot of these people are straight bozos. So yeah, it's not surprising. They'd pay for one shitty album 12 different times. And then, you know, bitch about it after you're not paying for an album. You're paying for the rights to, to stream an album. You didn't buy a physical copy of it. You didn't buy a download of it. Yeah, they're not. That's not how these motherfuckers are taking it. Right. Yeah. Well, they're fucking morons and they don't understand how media works. <laughs> there you go. So I agree with you, Scav. Fuck the motherfuckers. <laughs> Did you pay for the one album fucking for 12 months straight? Fuck no. No. You might buy it once and then upload it to the Internet and then you steal it off the Internet like a fucking normal person. Yeah. These guys are a bunch of fucking dummies. They could have it. Dude. Like, OK, so like you're seeing this in all kinds of things. Software. Like you remember when you used to buy a perpetual license for Microsoft Word? Well, yeah. now it's Microsoft 365. You only get a license to use it as long as you're paying every month. Yep. All these companies are switching to a subscription model yep. because it, it, it actually works out to be more money. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because, dude, you don't own a piece of software. Dude, Waves did the same thing. And these are mixing plugins that we use to mix podcasts and music yeah. and things like that. Audio yep. plugins. Yep. They're all switching to subscription models. Because a perpetual license, you own that perpetual license. That gives you the right. It doesn't give you the right to sell it, but it gives you the right to install it on your computer just as long as it's your own license. Right. And that's what you're purchasing. Right. It's almost like going to the store and buying a loaf of bread. You own that loaf of bread until it expires or whatever. <laughs> Maybe that's not the greatest example. But, until you, know, you eat it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you own that piece of whatever it is. Software, yeah. oh. hardware, whatever. But, you know, with a subscription model. You don't own shit. You don't own it. Yeah, you don't own a goddamn thing. The only thing that it gives you is license to use it as long as you are paying for that time figure that you signed up for. Right. And I hate it. I hate subscription models. That's why I don't use subscription models. I shy away from them anytime <laughs> I can because, dude, that's where the real money is. Yeah. That's what they figured out. Yep. Serato's doing the same thing. Yep. Well, hey, you don't have to do that for the uh, fucking uh, Black Star Talib Kweli album anymore. It's on the. Uh, Just go to Bandcamp and download that shit. Yeah. Buy it. Yeah, so now motherfuckers can finally, you know, get the shit one last time at a normal price of uh, $9, and then they can fucking listen to their fucking heart's content, and then, you know, finally try to average out some of that fucking, that extra coin they spent on the, the one shitty album all year. Fucking, uh, Talib Kweli is like the uh, COVID Lysol of hip-hop. He, like, created a bogus demand for his shit. And he kept it all for himself in one place and made everybody overpay for it for a whole year straight. And now it's <laughs> back to normal. And I still feel like I'll fucking never, ever average out the amount of money that we paid for Lysol during fucking COVID. I'm going to, Ron, I'm going to have to have you crunch these fucking goddamn numbers for me and shit. Goddamn Lysol got me feeling like a sucker. Yeah, you should, because you could have went to the dollar store and bought you a dollar gallon of fucking bleach oh. and did the same shit. 
throw a little lemon in that bitch or something. You know, like go grab a fucking handle of vinegar. Yeah, these hip hop fans, they could have just listened to the old Black Star album. Fuck. You didn't have to get this new one and shit. Right. Fuck it with that Lysol. Goddamn. The funny thing is, is Talib Kweli, he probably agrees with us. He probably agrees with us because he's not apologetic about this. He shouldn't be. He's telling his fans on IG, fucking stop crying. You look pathetic right now. I don't make music for you. I make music for my own mental health. Fuck off, fake fan. Go support Nazis with yay. That's more your speed. Yeah, homeboy don't give a fuck, man. He don't give a fuck. Homeboy got his money, like we said. Yeah, on to the next one with these dumbass hip-hop bands, man. He, he knows exactly who his audience is. And uh, that's sad. So, uh, hey, Word. wake up, you dumbass hip hoppers, man. Wake the fuck up. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. My name is Dr. Rick, and I'm a parental life coach. What I do is I help new homeowners who've become their parent. Ah, Home Depot, my favorite place. Sometimes an important step actually is helping the patient outside of their home. Yo, my man, if you're looking for a good grout brush, this one right here. <clears throat> Scab, did he ask for your help? Well, I mean, I just saw this gentleman here looking at the grout brushes. I figured I'd... I'm sorry, do I know you? Who the fuck are you? Do you work here? How do you know my name? Being a parental life coach, it's a very tasking job. It requires a lot of skill and patience. Your name's Dr. Rick, and you're here to do what? I've just always had this knowledge in my head, and I felt it needed to be out there. Look, I don't know what's up with you, but you need to step the fuck back from me immediately, dude. Sometimes my methods can be a little jarring, but in the end, I always believe I'm making someone's life better. Dude, I'm not going to tell you again. Back the fuck up or I'm beating the shit out of you right here in the middle of the store. Sometimes I have a tremendous breakthrough with a patient. All right, motherfucker, that's it. But most times I don't. Stupid motherfucker, I told you to back up. Now look at you. You see what this dipshit just made me do to him? You just have to keep reminding them you are your own person. You're not your parent. Fucking Dr. Dick, who the fuck you think you are? My father's a good man. What's your problem? And when it's all said and done, I know that I've done my job. What a fucking asshole. Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, and maybe we shouldn't try to. Just get our insurance, and we'll leave you alone. Can someone please help me up? How many times has your public elementary school suffered a tragic mass shooting, and you're left with a pile of dead children and absolutely positively no way to identify them? What a mess. Week after week, you sift and sort through that whole pulverized lot of them. But let's face it, the damage has been done. There's got to be a better way. In case of emergency, you need to be ready. Introducing DNAble, the at-home DNA testing kit that makes your child's dead body easily identifiable at their school. Right now, it's never been easier to collect a sample at home and get quick results that you can always trust at school. 
say goodbye to stripping off and sending in all that sticky, blood-stained cartoon clothing, and say howdy to DNAble. Hey, we found Colton. Wow, that was easy. Because when your child can't, you can always rely on DNAble to be there for you. Thanks, DNAble. So what are you waiting for? Get back to normal life faster and order your DNAble at-home DNA testing kit today in case you need to identify your child tomorrow. And now, welcome back to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Ah, yeah, just saw this broad. Snoop, Nate Dogg, everybody up at the, the smoked out. High Knob Hill at the end of the Snoop Dogg concert. Most weed smoke I've ever seen in my life at a show, kids. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, again, uh, this show is brought to you by, brought to you by DNAble. Yeah, they're trying to do that shit for real in uh, Texas. That's where I got the idea. And uh, hey, the sad reality is, uh, you know, the only thing those testing kits are going to really show, at least for public school kids, is that, you know, the man living at home isn't actually their real dad. <laughs> oh, Lord. Their mama was just a hoe. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Thanks, DNA. So clever. <laughs> I would have liked to have had, Rano, I would have liked to have had your wife do the uh, the voice of the uh, Texas teacher. Texas teacher lady there. I always want to use authentic, real people for talent on the show. <laughs> I've always had real black people on the show <laughs> when, it, when it called for them. So, uh, yeah. Feel like a bona fide Texan woman would have been perfect uh, there for sure. We got the beat queen to help us with that one though. So, no, that wasn't me. You, uh- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> I don't know who that person was. You had no clue. She, uh, no clue what I was using the shit for, uh, which makes it even funnier. Yeah, I just had her yeah. repeat all the lines after me in a bad Southern accent uh, during the break of our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's going to be having yeah. shit when she hears this one. <laughs> yeah. No wonder why your wife didn't want to do it, Ron. <laughs> no wonder why you guys were giggling at each other like a fucking bunch of school children. I was like, no, no, that is not her speed. It's <laughs> not her speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know. And I honestly don't even acknowledge the fact that I did that. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> It's a horrible world and people come up with horrible shit, you know? We just have to report on it here, you know? Oppenheimer, the people of Texas, fuck. It is what it is. Uh, Hey, y'all ready to get in some fucking tunes? Ready to lighten it up a little bit? Yes. Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just a joke. There'll never be another public school shooting ever again in this country. Okay. Hey, Queen, what you got for me tonight? I'm going to play Barbie (laughs) Dreams by Nicki Minaj. Oh, my Lord. I don't think we've played a Nicki Minaj song on the show before. I I haven't listened to the song in a while, but I love it. And in honor of all the Barbies that are out in in the streets going to the theater with their girls... This is a hard one for you by uh, Nicki Minaj, Barbie Dreams, on the Fake Ass Radio Show. Scatty, Rano, and your girl, the Beat Queen. R.I.P. to B.I.G. Classic shit. 
I'm looking for a nigga to give some babies A handful of Wheezy, sprinkle of Dave East Man, I ain't got no type like Jimmy and Sway Lee But if he can't fuck three times a night, peace I tried to fuck 50 for a powerful hour But all that nigga wanna do is talk power for hours Beat, beat the pussy up, make sure it's a KO Step your banks up like you're moving at Yayo Somebody go and make sure Carucci okay though I heard she think I'm trying to get a coochie to Quavo They always wanna beat it up, goon up the pussy Man, maybe I should let them auto-tune up the pussy All these Bow Wow Challenge niggas lying and shit Many Spetty Wap niggas stay eyeing my shit Drake worth a hundred million, always buying me shit But I don't know if the pussy wet though if he crying and shit Meek still be in my DMs, I be having to duck him I used to pray for times like this Face ass when I fuck him Man, Uzi is my baby, he ain't taking the L But he took it literally when I said go to hell Used to fuck with young thug, I ain't addressing the shit Caught him in my dressing room, still in dresses and shit I used to get this nigga with a list of testers and shit How you want the pussy, can't say your S's and shit Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers I'm just playing, but I'm saying Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers I'm just playing, but I'm saying Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers I'm just playing, but I'm saying Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers Remember when I used to have a crush on special ed Shout out designer cause he made it out of special ed You wanna fuck me, you gotta get some special head Cause this pussy had these niggas on some special meds Like Mike Tyson, he was biting my shit Talking about yo, why you got these niggas fighting this shit Wanna wanna real, I should make these niggas scrap for the pussy Young and main lady luck, get the strap for this pussy uh, 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 uh. And I would've had Odell Beckham banging the cake Till I saw him hopping out of cars, dancing to Drake I been a five star bitch, man Word to Gotti I'ma do that nigga future dirty Word to Scotty Had to cancel DJ Khaled Boy, we ain't speaking Ain't no fat nigga telling me what he ain't eating YG in the game With the hammer yelling gang gang This ain't what I meant when I said a gang bang Takashi won the menage I said Treyway Curved him and went to Kim and Kanye way M cop the Barbie dream house Then you can play the part I, I ain't trying to bust it open in the trailer park Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers I'm just playing but I'm saying Dreams of fucking one of these little rappers I'm just playing It's filthy. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Definitely filthy. Fake-ass radio shows. Yeah, Ronald Beakley. My God, That's man. right. Nicki Minaj. Hey, they're playing that on the radio. Kids are listening to that stuff. We should be more worried about kids listening to that than going to Oppenheimer. I got half a stock listening to that shit. My God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Stiffed up here. My Lord. Yeah, Nicki's raw, dude. <laughs> like, her, her fucking mixtape. It was fucking dope. She's a little fucking whore. I'm a fan. <laughs> I love it. Shout out, Nicki Minaj. Jesus, good song, Queen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Rado. very nice selection. Rado, who you got for me tonight? I got uh, a little Wu-Tang Clan. All right. With uh, some Aesop Rock. All right. Adele, the funky homo sapien. All right. Uh, produced by Preservation, and the song is called Preservation. Okay. This was on that Wu-Tang collab with everybody, all the Underground Motherfuckers album, right? Right. Long, long yeah. time ago, 20-something 20 20 years ago. Yeah, this album's great. Great album if you're a Wu-Tang fan. So Yeah. 
Preservation, Wu-Tang, Aesop <laughs> Rock, Della Funky Homo Sapien, Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D, Beat Queen, and Rhino. Drip drop, venom with a new twang, same swagger, new fang. Who's gang stagger with similar dirty worms who occasionally cluster up the surface and observe? HR periscope, bash through the pterodome, zoom on a shark attack, clash till the thrill is gone. Bark back fresh off the pharmacy counter, downer pop. Blame it on the overly aggy farming of power crops. Dark wing when a pioneer gear crop and the odds with all the proper sprockets and cogs. I bounce with a set of sims equipped with a foul jowl moment, waiting for that great celebrity towel throwing. And you niggas know what time is preservation. The National Guard is me and Aesop. Rock stopping any operations against the fence. Della's quick to dispense with foreign elements that gather and contribute to the decay. Traps will blaze, map your root, cause Aesop is absolute. Delphi practice shoot, basket hoops, capture food with lasso loops. Hip hop needs two veterans such as us who ain't never scared to tear a bit. Off the tail, just tearing is aware of it. Therefore, tearing can take care of it. Okay, okay, okay. I bang on doors, pay rent, lamp, and divert complaints. Grip, click, or make rap music during commercial breaks. Darwin Galapagos Island, evolution mutant, flew to one man species, shaking leeches off his pumas. Beached on the shores of whores and contaminator plate. Sprout trying to out the older alligator fade away. Make a stay, please. I chisel the missile gently. Last when the wagon little finger kinda sends me. Green earth bum, walk a rank plank, beat first plunge like Dell. Keep the rugged bay under his thumb. Ace keep the drum, keep pain under his lung. Ugly, poofing old dog learns more than a rutly puppy. You better have appreciation for this. DL, I'm so hungry, man, I'm tasting the shit in the dirty, dingy basement abyss. And it's a bitch, just needle at you, like an itch. The only reason why I like to strike it rich is to be able to keep the flow. That's how deep it go. Lord, yeah, that's classic. That's classic right. shit right there. Yeah, good that's shit. That fire, that radio show. Yeah, definitely. I love that song. Yeah, classic it's shit. A good, it's a good, like, chill vibe. I'll yeah. tell you what, man. I'll pick it up with this last little number here. Uh, I got another classic group and another quickie, but another goodie from your boy Scav. Okay, and uh, you know, it kind of sums up my feeling for the video games and shit. I mentioned many, many episodes ago that I uh, didn't like the video games. Might have gotten into them a little bit more than I ever expected to. So, hey, this song will tell you all about it. Tenacious D, our boys, Jack Black, Kyle Gass, Cajun Jables. Probably got a new album coming out, and this is a new song off it. Quickie, but goodie. Song's called Video Games. Tenacious D, Scav D, Beat Queen, Rhino. I don't play video games no more. I never play video games. Except for a little bit of God of War. I never play video games. Maybe once in a while, a little bit of Fallout 4. But that's okay, not right now. I got things to do. Cause I don't play video games no more. Never play video games. But Red Dead Redemption 2, that is not a game. It's an incredible journey through old American history. Fighting for your life and fighting for your family. Try to live your days with honor and integrity. That's not a game, that's an adult thing. That's 
That's the one. It's on the album. Yeah. Maybe a new album from uh, the boys at Tenacious D coming out soon. Anyways, but yeah. Jack Black is a penis. You don't like Jack Black? What's wrong with Jack Black? <laughs> no, I don't. It's your beef with Jables. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jealous can sing very well. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like middle school humor. I don't know. Like Adam Sandler shit. Yeah, I don't need to listen yeah, to that Chicken shit. fart jokes, man. But if you like them, if you like them, you know, by I all like means. The, I like the beat, the upbeat pace of that Yeah, song. I already said, man, fuck hip-hop, man. I'm uh, a country fan now. That was a country song. There you go. Yeehaw. Fucking A, video <laughs> games. <laughs> so, hey, I'd say that's about a podcast right here. We all got to get the fuck up on. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Hey, Thank you so sub- much, you guys. Subscribe to all the shit. <laughs> Queen, great to have you back. I don't know when we'll see you around again, but hopefully soon. I know you're you're going to go back to a... North Cackalacka here soon, but uh, yeah, safe travels back to uh, where you're living now. Good luck with the job out there, all the good shit, and uh, all Thanks. the good luck. Glad you Thanks enjoyed y'all. Barbie. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no. Keep it real. Yeah, stay yeah. safe. You coming I'll back for Arts, Beats, and Eats or what? Some Joan <laughs> no. Jett? You going to see Joan Jett? I don't think so, no. Oh, all right. Why are you? I was thinking about it. Okay, I, would, I mean, Joan Jett would be decent well, to go see, Like, I think. there's like a whole, like, herb smoking session even though i don't smoke the herbs oh. i just thought it was cool yeah it's labor day weekend isn't it yeah 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 no i won't be here herb i'll be section. just getting back to, to, to charlotte <laughs> that was all the right, entire snoop right. dog concert was the herb section my god i've never seen so imagine. much smoke billowing out <laughs> of that pavilion it looked like Barreling. the motherfucker was on fire and shit shit looked like a great white show God I think damn. it would be cool to see a drone shot from that. I'll word, bet somebody's word. got one. We should have had our boy, our old boy Gene Techman, uh, handle that shit. Yeah. He does shit with drones. He's got a drone that he fucks around with. Should have had him fly <laughs> that bitch over. But hey, anyways, kids, let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Follow us on all the platforms and shit. Follow me. Follow Rano. Be Queen. Don't give a fuck about no social medias anymore. Subscribe to. Nope. Uh, our- <laughs> <laughs> Click on all the links. Click on the modest mix. Get yourself some fucking teas and shit. You know, put something good in your body for once, goddammit. All right? So, uh, with that, my name is Scab. And I'm Rhino. This is your girl, the Beat Queen, out here in fake-ass radio land. Fake-ass radio show land, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are glad that you tuned in. Thank you for listening whenever you're fucking listening. Morning, night. Maybe you're fucking on your way to a Snoop Dogg concert and you're smoking the fuck out. <laughs> or you're reading a book as a child uh, uh, and listening uh, about nuclear fallout. Fuck. <laughs> Whenever you're listening, we're glad you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Say goodnight, Rano and Beat Queen. Good night, Rano and Be Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs>